Hi. Hello. Hello. How you doing? So good. Welcome back to the Wine About Birth podcast. We are three birth professionals and best friends. And we're here to talk about what it's really like to live in the world of birth. It's not all glitter and rainbows. Or as we like to say, it's a lot more shit than giggles. I'm Kim Haynes, midwife at Linden Tree Midwifery. I'm Meredith Rout, also a midwife at Linden Tree Midwifery. And I'm Jess McKee. I'm a doula for clients in and out of the hospital and a birth assistant at Linden Tree Midwifery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to start by giving a big old apology slash... Well, I've sorry, heard not sorry. <laughs> you're not supposed to apologize. You're supposed to thank people instead. Instead of making it a negative, you should make it a positive. So I'm going to say <laughs> thank you to all of our loyal listeners out there for being patient with us because we didn't release an episode on time this week. Uh-huh. Who told you you're not supposed to apologize? I saw it. <laughs> it was a meme. Uh-huh. It was like, if you apologize for something... Uh-huh. It changes the way people look at it. So if you're late for something, instead of saying, I'm so sorry I'm late, you can uh-huh. say, thank you for being patient with me while I was mm-hmm. running late. I'm going to look into the psychological research behind that one. Okay, <laughs> you do it and you let me I know. I think it definitely, ta- it, for, I mean, it would keep you from having to take responsibility. I just <laughs> thinking that, I was like, well, accountability is there in that then. I mean, you're still taking accountability for being late. You're just saying thank just you saying for being it. thank you in for being the, patient with me. In the medical world, you never apologize for anything, <laughs> ever. Oh, I have heard that. Yeah, because then you admit to doing wrong, and then what if you get sued later? And they're like, "Well, Kim said she was sorry for doing that, so that means she did something terrible." So I just don't apologize for anything ever. That could be true. So basically, what I'm saying is, sorry, I'm not sorry. Thank you. I was on vacation, <laughs> and it was fabulous. And I needed it. And so we're releasing our episode a few days late. And that's what happened. So you have you have like a face like a let me start over. That sounded negative. (laughs) You have a very happy, glowy smile. Yeah. Like you have your regular smile and then you have your I'm living my best life. This is amazing smile. And you had that smile on in that picture that. Yeah. When you had the oyster and the beer and you were just like, ah. (laughs) <laughs> the funny thing about that picture is that when I went to take it, the person who was with me was like, I was like, take a picture of me. And uh, then he was like, that smile is not real at all. And so he made <gasps> me laugh. Does he know <laughs> you at all? Well, I guess you just No, don't- no, no, no. The smile I was making wasn't real. And then he made me laugh. And then he was like, that's better click. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <And> I was <laughs> I we were got so we were mad. Jump on that! <laughs> like what? what? <laughs> no, that was my real how smile. Damn. And I was yeah, that's your super happy smile. And I was like, oh, look how much fun she's having. I really was. Those I, disgusting snot-filled <laughs> shells. Oh my god, I love oysters. Remember so when we much. tried to find joy in our day-to-day lives by getting oysters here in um, Winchester? <laughs> yeah, we should start doing that again. I know. That actually brought me so much joy to go sit down, have 12 oysters and two shots of tequila. Yeah. Gross. It's so good. Usually some ceviche because oh, we can't help ourselves. Oh, and the ceviche. Oh, my so God. Good. It was so good. I don't so want to do either one of those. So, I mean, we are we don't have as much fun time with each other anymore. Can you give us like one or two highlights from your trip really quick? Yeah. So um, I have to say a highlight definitely was I went to this really cool beach. And so, well, it made me think of you guys because number one, I rode 
a rental bike there. So nice. it reminded me of the time that we were in Key West and it had a little like. Ding, so ding, fun. Ding, ding, oh, you ding. sent that video. Yeah. Ding, ding. So I rode my bike and I was like, it was in the morning and we weren't doing anything. And I was like, I'm just going to go out on my own and find something. And so I Googled like a beach nearby and it was a really cool beach because it was very wild. And there was like an inlet that you had to like cross over to get to the actual ocean. So I felt like I was like a wilderness explorer. And there was like, I took a video. Like a pirate. There was like. Discovering new lands. There was thousands of tiny little crabs like along the inlet and as i'd walk they'd like skitter away and you can hear them like it sounds like um in florida well you were in florida but yeah that's what they do when you go like kayaking through the yes. mangroves and they're like everywhere yeah. oh it's so magical and then i walked through water that was like up to my thighs and i've just landed on this beautiful white beach and i was like this is amazing did hey, you have black beans and coconut ma- I milkshake want for to breakfast go there i did not i, I want to go back to florida with you guys so, so bad. bad it has to so happen oh bad it's really not that big of a thing oh my god but i need a redemption trip i need no i'm saying like it really is not that hard for us to get to no, florida it's a two-hour no, it's flight <laughs> yeah it's just, just saying it's very plane. affordable i know it's not bad at all <laughs> Uh, we just this yeah. is this is who we are now i think kim since it's your redemption trip you have to think about like when is the right chapter for that for yes. you yes yes yeah. yes I maybe do. maybe Birthday it'll trip. like since that was like the start no. of your weird anxiety maybe you can like close it as like a bookend Ooh. if you go back and don't have anxiety yes. you should be like and now i'm done with that let's do a chapter beach circle yes anything or just we could just drink and i could not set that way and yes. not slosh around like a big fat wet seal if on you her could, period. If you could still tell me you love me multiple times, I would like that. It was like a that. lot more aggressive than that. Let's be honest. It was. I do have snippet flashbacks of those moments. And I was like, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Hey, remember when Eliza was just the easiest baby in the world? Mm-hmm. Can you guys hear her? She's our soundtrack. She's stomping right now because Meredith's not giving her the full attention. <laughs> so speaking of what happening. we are talking about, repeats or repeating things that we like today. Repeat stuff. Yeah, repeat, repeat stuff. stuff repeat stuff. Uh, today our episode is about what it's like for us and some birth stories of families that we have helped through multiple babies because it's always really special when you get to help the same family over and over and over and over and over again. Would we call those repeat muffs? Repeat muffs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> we could oh, call bo. them that. Oh, Bo. Oh, oh Bo. <laughs> we need to watch. Speaking of repeating stuff, we need to sit down and watch Bo Burnham again together. Yes. And we still have not watched Legend. I called you out last and time. No, you guys keep hijacking movie nights for freaking... Whatever that movie, I can't even say its name because I hate it so that much. That was very impromptu. That was very impromptu, and you were not there, so we could not have watched. No, I'm talking about we definitely sat and had a movie night together, and we watched that instead. Actually, <laughs> not since we got Legend. The last movie night we had was The Footloose, which you said was the worst movie you'd ever it seen. Is. I mean, let's be honest. And that was two years ago at the whatever. I feel like Legend Hootenanny. has been a part of our lives for so long. I know. And Takia, I'm so the legend of not watching Legend. The legend, <laughs> yes. <laughs> she knew all the same '80s movies, and she was like, "Oh my, God, I love Legend." She's like, "What about Labyrinth?" And I was like, "Yes, oh, <laughs> soulmates." 
And awesome. then we talked about David Bowie's bulge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was super happy about that. And then my phone was listening and showed me a picture of David Bowie's bulge. It's terrifying. Nice. Slash yeah. awesome. I know. It's I didn't creepy. see a single David Bowie on Halloween this year, which is a first. Yeah. Well, it's been a while. I know. Well, um, so Kim, you yeah. recently had the joy of what was it? A fifth baby? Yes. It was our um, fifth baby together, and I posted that a picture of me just with all of them. And it's, it's so cute. It's so cute. I don't know who looks happier, like <laughs> me. And I'm like, look at my baby. I almost panicked though because they have those really cute signs on their wall that has their last name on it. That's and okay. the I picture, the picture got like I've had to trim pictures of you in the past in front of that sign, so it's not on there. So I was like, oh god, I hope she trimmed it. No, I didn't, but. I asked her, she sent that picture to me okay. and I said, can I share this? And she was like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I felt okay about it. Um, actually have a really funny story about that birth story that, hi- that Katie actually hijacked from me. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yes. So you're going to put it, you're just going to lay it all out. I'm going to lay it all out. There. Oh, good. I'm not the only one that, that we're going to have conflict on our podcast yep. anymore. Exactly. But I mean, I did agree upon it, but it was so hard. Begrudgingly. I did. We were just, we stood off face to face and I was like, well, obviously I'm catching this baby. And she's like, obviously I'm catching this baby. Did Katie say, I'm sorry for hijacking this baby? Or did she say, thank you for being patient with me (laughs) while I establish my autonomy as a provider. Begrudgingly, (laughs) let me deliver this baby. No, we just, we're the same when it comes to like, being just aggressive yeah so we were we were aggressive until i stepped back and then when i stepped back she's like no 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 no. i was like fuck off i already stepped back so you get in there and catch a damn baby whether you want to or not did you just sulk in the corner the rest of the time no so okay because you're professional so when we got there i said we both pull up we're all excited she's in it the baby is coming and um i guess i should start from the beginning i don't want you to tell the whole story yet i want you to save the whole story for the second half because i'll just take this whole yeah hijack the whole episode yeah is there anything about like her pregnancy or like when you got the call that she was pregnant like those kind of things that we think about in the appointments and what it's like just going through this process that you've already done five times. Yeah. I just think it's so, it's so cool because first off it's always a text because I used to text, right? Yeah. So that, that causes issues with Meredith and I, and I think the same thing happens for her repeats too, is that for, for women that I've helped this many times, we just text each other. Yeah. But then now that we're so busy, we do try to keep a schedule and we keep a call line because we don't want anyone you know, what if they are only calling me and then Meredith's available and I'm out of town. So we'll yeah. say, make sure you use the schedule. But there are times where they're texting one or the other of us. And Meredith's like, I don't understand why they didn't call me. At, or I'll say, or like, I they- don't know what's going on with them. And that's really important for their care. Right. <laughs> we all need to know. So it's always a text. And Tori, who um, we've talked about and we've had on as a nurse, 
we've had several babies together. And so she'll, whenever she goes into labor with the most recent one, I get the same text because she thinks it's so funny. And she'll be like, remember that time I told you, I asked you if you wanted to come catch my baby or something like that. (laughs) So then every time she has another one, I wait. And if that's not the text I get, then I know she's not in labor, but it's just so cute. So yeah, it's just really neat because you feel like, here we go again, yeah. you know, and it's all, you already know them. So you spend the whole eight months just hanging out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Talking about their pregnancy, but also you get to know their partners more and their kids more, or just like their life situation yeah. more. So by the time you get to baby five, it's like, how's your sister doing? Or, yeah. you know, how's your cousin? Yeah, or and, like their family is your family too. Like grandmas and, yeah. and sisters. Like, I don't know. That's just I, a really, yeah, I definitely agree with that because I have always felt that way. Every time I step into a birth, it's like, we are getting to see a level of intimacy. So outside of what normal, like, boundaries of like I was just gonna sit on your bedroom floor for four hours while you do this thing in the middle of the night like we would never ever do that in any other normal and so it's like the first time you do that it feels super like oh I got to know you a little bit but then you do it the second time the third time the fourth time and it's just you really feel like you're getting to know these people in like a completely different I would even go back to like the first text. I thought you were going to go a different direction with that where they like text you that they're pregnant. Yeah. Because I feel like with an admin staff now, like we don't sometimes even know we have a repeat client until their first visit. And so, I mean, it's always exciting to walk in the door and see a new face. But like when you've been with somebody and they send you that text, like, hey, I peed on a stick or like a picture of the stick. And you like you're one of the first people to find out. There's just like such a sense of like joy and celebration to that, that you get to start with them on that journey from like literally day one. (laughs) It's so fun i think jess and i told each other we were pregnant with yes we did the evie and ren yes before before we told before our we husbands because husbands. <laughs> you said this because we neither one of us was planning it so no. you sent me oh shit and then three shit, months shit, later, shit, 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 i said oh shit and she was like nah <laughs> and I, was like, I wish nah like this is take terrible. it back please <laughs> And wasn't it just the greatest thing we ever did? Isn't that a blessing? <laughs> As evidenced by having to go to karaoke tonight now. Yes. I, and I had another one after Evie. So I'm not saying that ha- being pregnant is bad, but that was, those were not prime times for us to have children. No. I mean, I guess so it wasn't bad. a not prime time for me. It was like the normal time when people would have a second kid. But I was like, I am never doing this again ever. And it was like the first, my first night out dancing and I realized I had missed my period. And so I'd finally gone out dancing with the girls and I was like, yeah, my life's going to get back to normal. And then that night I peed on a stick and I was like, (laughs) you were so close. But here 12 years later, glad it all happened. Dancing all the time with your kids. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, another thing that I wanted to say about, doing like being with families over and over again is also getting to know their kids that were babies that you were there at their births through the prenatal process. So I just got, um, I just got one of the texts from a very old client of mine. Um, not her, not her age. How old are we talking here? <laughs> well, I guess according to mainstream me- medicine, she is a uh, well, geriatric our, mom. Listen to our AMA episode. Yeah. If you're but, curious about that. So when I was a pretty new doula, um, I was with 
her for the birth of her two sons. And then I was also with several of her family members through the birth of their kids. And then they were all done having babies. And it's been like 10 or 11 years. And um, she just texted me again and was like, guess what? Surprise. Uh, I thought I was going into menopause. But oh I'm my actually gosh. pregnant. That's literally my biggest nightmare. Yeah. But... So I had been with her through two of her births and then I went to their to an appointment with them the other day and it was so cool because these babies that I was there and they were tiny little babies are like grown kids now. They're like mini adults. And they're like sitting there and they're so into her pregnancy and they're like asking me questions like so in depth. They're like, so, so what can I do to support my mom when she's in labor? Oh. Or he's like, so is it the vagina that opens up to let out the baby? Or is it the butthole? And I had to, <laughs> no, he knew all about it, but I was like, so then I had to explain what the cervix was, but That's he was so asking cool. all these amazing questions and I was just like, I can't believe you guys aren't babies anymore. Where did the time go? Or when they're like doing the top Doppler on yes. their sibling when you were doing the Doppler on them. Like, is he chill? Is <laughs> I so know. And it and also makes me realize how fast time passes. Yeah. So fast. Oh, so slow. The days you want to feel slow. old, have a fifth baby with someone. I know, right? It's crazy. <laughs> but I like how each, like, we have several moms that every two years they get pregnant. And so, you know, we're baby five or, or one of them will be baby six soon, I think. And then it, to see each year, like the kids. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden, they'll be like a little man. Yeah. I'm like, what? And it happens so quickly. You? It's so fast. Yeah. I know. Or like so when we cool. ask people to send us pictures of their kids in Halloween costumes, they're sending us pictures of like teenagers. They're yes. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> How long have it's I like, been like, ah! <laughs> Oh, it's so crazy. It's yeah. so cool. Well, yeah, my client was like, because at the last birth I was at with her and her husband, um, I accident- I almost caught the baby in the hospital because it was one of those situations where she was a second time mom. She was in the shower trying to get through transition and her water broke and so I was like all right well we should make our way back out of the and as it was one contraction in between I had a chucks pad between her legs and I'm like shuffling with her in between that last contraction and the baby just started coming out in my hands and um so the nurse saw me and I was like the baby's coming and I saw her like go back and, <laughs> she's like, ah! and I she, don't know what to do she ran out of the room <laughs> And the baby's... That's always my first instinct. Uh-huh. The baby's literally... I could tell... You know you shouldn't be a midwife when you run from birth. I could tell it. I could tell in her mind, she's like, do I catch this baby and have to fill out all the freaking paperwork? Yeah. Or do I go and get the doctor real quick? So I'm like holding the chucks and the baby's like almost all the way out. It probably had like its toes left inside of her body. <laughs> and at the last minute, the doctor sweeps into the room slides on her knees over to the mom and the baby falls into her hands oh. and i was like that's bullshit yeah bullshit. that was my you know she's telling that story uh-huh. and then i ran in yeah and i slid across the floor and thank god because the only one there was the doula it was like a movie and so the mom at, at the prenatal where the, the two boys were there and she's like she was the first one who ever touched you in your whole life and then she made us all take a picture oh, together that's so sweet <laughs> And I was like, yeah, right here. Right here, right on this part of your You were a little asynclatic, just a little bit. But you still fell out. No, I don't think the baby was asynclatic because he fell out so fast. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. 
I think something else that's really fun when you've been with a family for a long time is when you are attending births where the siblings are present, you get to like see them age through yeah. their siblings' births and also like how they change and how they hold space in birth, right? Because usually when you start, they're really, really young. So like the story that's standing out in my mind is for a mom that we've done three together and it, I started working with her as a student midwife back when I was like in my early 20s. And her little boy comes in. It was like a super fast labor. They didn't really have time to like do all the plans they wanted to do to have like support for their son. Right. So he walks in and he's like screaming like he's maybe like three at the time and he's just freaking out. So I go over to him and I'm like, hey, buddy, like everything's OK. Like the noises your mom's making are really normal. Like she's safe. Baby's she's safe. She's doing a good job. Yeah. And then I like listen more closely and he was like, I need Wi-Fi. Like he was not giving any fucks about what was going on with his mom in that moment. He like was just pissed he didn't have Wi-Fi. Oh my god! And he How like was he? my like tablet's like, not working. He, I mean, he doesn't have a lot of awareness of that process, and I'm sure it was a freaking whirlwind even getting to the center because it was like crazy fast. So, anyways. He that was my first experience of birth with him. And then by our most recent one, it was like total difference. He was just like in and out of the space, like being really quiet and watching his mom and like very clearly like knew what was going on and like recognized the like sacredness of it. So it was very sweet. He did get very upset when the baby came out and was another girl (laughs) and did run upstairs. But before that and then ran upstairs before that, he was doing such a good job. Kim, there was that birth we just did together that I know you were with her. That was the second time you were with her, right? Yes. So Um, it wasn't fifth, but man, those girls were unbelievable. Yeah, the photos are unreal. I made a little like music, whatever, slideshow on Linden Tree. And um, even though I wasn't at the birth, uh, any of her other births, it's someone that I've known for a long time in my personal life. And so getting to see her kids and the way they supported their mom through the birth, that was really, really cool to see. Like they were just like tiny little doulas. Oh my gosh. It was unbelievable. They did better than so many other adult support people that I've ever yeah. seen. Like mm-hmm. and top it was 10. So funny. The, the oldest girl, remember at one point she was like, I didn't get to go to, and she's talking about her little sister's birth. I didn't get to go to her, her birth because I was only two. And so I wasn't there, but now I'm old enough to be at her birth and little sister's old enough too, because she's not as young as I was when she was born. And so we're both going to get to see our, our baby brother be born together. So cute. And then there was that, like that lull that happens right before you push. And yeah. do you remember how she got so annoyed? She was like, I got, I am so bored right now. And I was like, <laughs> Birth hey, is boring. remember a midwife sometimes has to sit and just hold space. She's like, being a midwife is so boring. Like, <laughs> You're like, great. That's the way to look at that's it. Exactly. If you find this boring, then that might actually be the perfect job for you. And then she like went off on her own for like a minute. Mm -hmm. But then she came right back. But I was just like, yes, it can be boring. And that's good. We don't want it to be. Especially Mm -hmm. the labor. But then the baby came out and they were like, oh, my God, crying their eyes out. It was one of the cutest things I've ever seen. And they were just like, I don't know why I'm crying because I'm so happy. But I just can't stop crying. But it's happy tears. But I just don't understand. I don't usually do this. 
cute. She goes, I just didn't know I would love him this much. And oh, like, my gosh. Oh. Like, I almost got Misty. It was close. Yeah. It was, it was just, but it was so much emotion that I tend to run away from it. Uh-huh. Yes. But they were adorable. That's I just couldn't so sweet. Feeling couldn't believe things it. inside my soul. Yeah. <laughs> feeling things. <laughs> oh, I think like building on that theme too, it's like not just witnessing the kids, but also witnessing the moms like be present with their children in labor and witnessing oh, like how they have more and more and how they interact with all of them differently. Mm-hmm. Like whenever I have moms who have their kids at the birth and they're like contracting and things are, especially if things are like going quickly and are intense and they still are able to hold space for their kids. And like, yeah, I'm I don't thinking, understand how moms do that. I started this, I started this thought process thinking about another birth where the brother was present at two of them and at the first one he was younger and so he's the one that i love it's one of my favorite stories but he's like really into critters and so he oh yes um loves like going out and find like tadpoles and and fish and snakes and all these things and so he kept and they you know how like in our birth kit we have one of those like nets right that we use for scoop and poop should that happen which rarely does just kidding um (laughs) uh he wanted to go out and catch critters and then put them in the birth tub so like we spent most of her labor (laughs) trying to keep this kid from putting tadpoles (laughs) into his mom's birth tub oh my god so that was like his his sibling's birth right and then they had another one and he was just like you know a completely different kid like they each so quickly and they change so much so and it just like is so great to see how normal birth is when they're exposed to it over and over again right yes. um but also like i like have this really strong image of this mom sitting on her birth ball and of course she has like a flower crown on Aww. and like the cutest bra ever right <laughs> but her son just like keeps coming in like kissing her belly while she's contracting and i'm like if oh, i try to touch a beautiful, her it's a beautiful in labor she'd pitch so me in the face cute. but like they're just watching these moms with their kids just like letting them ebb and flow out of it and like knowing it's normal it's really really stunning i think it's also like watching like kind of what you said like the evolution of the mom yeah the mom the person you are when you're pregnant with your first baby you evolve as a mom every time you have another baby and so some of these moms are helping 10 years later they're different people than they were the first time we met them and we get to see how each baby like molds them and changes them and like also as they age yeah we have another mom who i've been with it'll be our fifth baby together and her oldest kids are boys and like i mean oh my gosh i can't remember he's nine now right or 10 no, he's Evie's age, so 11. I'm sure. But the boys are always at the birth. Like, the, um, her husband goes and wakes them up and brings them down if it's in the middle of the night. So for the last four, I've gotten to see the oldest one, like, come in and, like, witness the birth as, like, a little Eliza. And now yeah. he's walking around like, well, let me get the placenta. Pre-teenager. You know yeah. what I yeah. mean? Yeah, like, oh, I'll carry this or I'll do that. And it's like, this is so He could, like, cool. practically do our job for mm-hmm. us. Yeah, like, really. And they're cutting the cord and they're, like, helping weigh the baby. I'm like, this is the most amazing thing and you know that and they're a huge family and they're very family oriented and they have a big family so i know that these these boys who witness their dad really caring for the mom getting a doula for mom doing postpartum they're going to do the same thing because that's what they're shown is normal it'll just be normal for them yeah when when they are becoming that part of their lives like birth is not gonna they're gonna be like oh when the baby comes this is what happens like when they right. see the birth over and over, that's just 
it's just normal. It's not something that's out of the ordinary. I mean, it is, but it's, you know, it shouldn't be. Okay. Yeah. And that's what I I do love that about our big families is all the kids seeing how normal birth is every time. So I know it's a little bit of a shorter first half, but on that note, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to tell the birth story of um, the family that Kim was with for several different times. All right. We'll be right back. Cue the music. Oh, yeah. So the sponsor for today's podcast is us. We've been using the same Patreon ad for a really long time, so we figured we might as well make a new four one. Years. Is that a shout out? I for know people to for all of our patrons <laughs> that we kn- we love and know we're so grateful to have you as patrons of our podcast. Thank we you. don't deserve you. Even Thank you for letting us fail you for four really years. We've really been failing, but now we're going to get back on track. There's three levels that you can join up if you would like to support our podcast. And once again, for Just all of our no patrons, matter what our output is, our do think we'll do better this time and for all of our patrons we still Man. have we love you and appreciate you and so much for all words you can you. even describe thank you for your patience We're desperately in love with you and all we yes. have to say is cheers. Cheers. cheers you're not giving up on us welcome back from that delightful break thanks for fixing our toilet kim you're welcome you are just jack of all trades but i have this like cut on my hand that i wasn't thinking of when i reached into the toilet mm. Oh. But so. not you didn't reach into the toilet. You reached into the part over the toilet. Yes. That's clean water. <sighs> I know, but it's still gross. It's well, thank goodness we're in a person with lots of medical gross. supplies. We have uh, alcohol on it. Plenty of hydrogen peroxide. I put know. some honey on it. I washed it. Give it a little squirty <laughs> roo. I will put honey on it. But I can't put a band-aid on it because it doesn't. It just op- Anyway, doesn't matter. I don't know if you guys know this about Kim, but she's a giant ninny sometimes. Doesn't. When I comes listen, to body discomfort. I have pushed. I've had four... Completely medical or med whatever free births. births. But if I get a paper cut, oh, I the am worst. rolling on the ground as mm-hmm. though I'm dying, mm-hmm. and this hurts. And it's literally two millimeters long. It's like you can barely even. See <laughs> I can't it. see it from here. Well, but that's she because she has the best veins of anyone I know, hurts. and she won't even let Takia practice IVs on her. <laughs> No, I mean, I will if I have. That's to. the difference between <gasps> physiological pain and pathological pain, exactly. Folks. I can handle That's all, with the purpose. <laughs> I can do all the like the warrior dashes and like oh I bet you can't climb that wall. I'll figure out a way to get my fat ass over it. <laughs> my short but tiny body. <laughs> my short tiny body. We'll get over that. But don't give me a paper cut or like a little stab to the eye. Oh my god, or a, or a toe stub. God but forbid you worse. like hit your knee while getting your fat ass over that wall. God, <laughs> then I could be in trouble. <laughs> Drop like a pile of bricks. <laughs> right down, but how fast no. did that speed up your time? I came around the corner and walked directly into one of the cabinets were left open. Yeah. And it didn't move because I hit it at just the right angle that I just plowed into the corner and oh, I, I almost that. just fell over and I was like, No, oh my whole ass is turning black and blue. It hurts. Oh, so I got a big bad. bruise on my thigh to the same thing. I ran to I the mean, corner of a dresser and it like God, scraped it me. You bruise in your sleep though, so I mean That's true. I don't feel like I bruises are actual markers of injury to your body. I hate that about I myself. I don't usually bruise, but I'm bruising. So now in this second half of the episode, we are going to share the birth story. Yes, of our, my five-time mama, who I love so much. 
But before we dive into that story, like a muff, I wanted to give a big old shout out because part of being one of our patrons, if you become a new patron of our podcast, um, you get a shout out on said podcast. (laughs) So I wanted to do a little. Which podcast do they? This pod. Oh, ours. This podcast. Gotcha. Not. I mean. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe we could try and send it to a more famous podcast. If you would like to be shouted out on a more popular podcast, please listen to that podcast <laughs> yes. and patronize them. Please do that. Um, but we So patronizing. We, <laughs> we have a new Patreon member, and her name is Amy Roberts. Hey, Amy Roberts. Hello, girl. Oh, I just want to say, Amy, we're so appreciative of you being a patron of ours. And if there's anything that you would like us to share with our podcast world about you, um, write on in, email us and let us know what you'd like us to share. And we can share it on our next episode. But thank you thank again. Thank you so much. And also thank you to all of our other patrons who have just Not given up on hung us. in there <laughs> haven't given up on us um i mean i gave up on us so y'all are way you, more dedicated you uh i think you're giving up on us it will ebb and flow like the tide yes i, I still feel good this episode is late even though it's only our third one back but it but yep. and then yep. you're bailing on us on our next one it. so really if we're no, pointing fingers actually, I will, hopefully i'll be here for the next one we're interviewing someone about hypnotherapy or hypnobirthing yes so that's going to be awesome ivana so i'm really excited about that um hopefully i'll be here for that one i'm gonna really have a hard time not saying I ivana know. talk to you about hypnobirthing I think she'd be okay with that. Yeah. Sense okay. of humor. She gets our sense of humor and she reached out to us. And so nice. therefore I do feel like she would appreciate that. Okay. But Good. she, cause I want to really like, want to do that. <laughs> I really want to do that. It's already stupid. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to call us and be like, actually I'm not recording with you guys. Cause I already, I got a snapshot of what this is going to be like. <laughs> and I'm not participating in this. Oh gosh. Okay. On that Sorry, note, Kimberly, on um, that note, let's talk about this birth. So the, the birth, the whole thing was so short, but it was so funny because Takia, the student who's been working with us, um, the first birth that I finally called her to as a student, she had COVID. And so she could not make it. And she was so upset. That was very mature of her and professional. We did did appreciate that. Well, of course, I'm like, who cares? Do you have symptoms? Like, (laughs) and she was like, actually, I I was sick. Like, yeah, just take a false positive test. So I was like, that's so nice of you. Thank you. But it was the birth that we were just talking about where the kids were amazing. And she was like, I cannot believe I missed that birth. Yeah, she was so upset. So then this birth that Katie and I went to, it's also a five-time repeat for Katie. Katie and I were her birth team for every single birth, one way or another. And so she really wanted to go to this birth. And so Takia had come in several times to meet this mom and was invited to come to this birth. Well, when she finally, and there's so much I could tell about the birth, but what I'll say is when she finally texted us to come... Like at first I was like, maybe we should go now because yeah. Katie was triaging her because she's primarying and you, y'all did that. that thing. It was so like, I, it's so fun to watch other people do it. Cause you're like, God, like I do this. I don't even realize what I look like when I'm doing yes. this. Where you like do what you rationally know is right yeah. as a provider based on what's going on. But then your brain goes, eh, eh, 
That was the wrong move, friend. Your heart is telling you it is time to go. It's and so then you just sit there and you're like, should I have? Should I? Should I? Should I? And you guys are both like slowly getting dressed. Like you don't even realize you're doing it. But I'm like, they're not going to sit here for another well, okay, half first, hour, can hour. We just pause and announce that Katie passed her NARM. Yay! Woo! Before oh we my go. gosh. This is a journey. Oh my God. I'm so proud of her. So also, she, she literally found out like in the stairwell as she was leaving the testing facility. Oh my god! That's Back crazy. in the day, I you had, had to wait, wait. Like, four hundred years to find <laughs> yeah. out. But we are Crushed so it. so proud of Katie. So she is officially a certified professional midwife. She got her certificate, which is so freaking awesome. I know. So she was triaging this mom, and that thing happened where Katie's like, "Oh, she says this is happening," but I told her that we'll check in in an hour, and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> what (laughs) (laughs) but why she goes why would you go and i was like i'm just gonna get my scrubs on and in her defense i was like start driving there and see what happens towards the door because i didn't want to change how we were doing anything and if i felt 100 percent like i mean in her defense she'd had one contraction yes (laughs) that is like a hmm contraction and so i said katie remember that you missed her last birth because it went so fast so when she was like her last birth when i said when she said i'm coming this is happening or however it went katie did not make it and katie came right away and she still did not make it so i i wanted to put a little aside in there too that um katie's pretty new at triaging patients so when we say triaging it means the person that they are talking to saying like, this is going on, that's yeah. going on. And then who makes the decision? Like, when is it time to go? Which is actually one of the hardest parts of being yeah. a wife. It is. And, but Katie, and she only start just started, she just doing, started it doing it this. because you guys would always do that. And right. so we've already done hundreds of births together. Yeah. So she's not like a brand new midwife who just reached her 50th no, birth no, and no. is learning. And so I was surprised when she was like, I told her to check back in an hour. And I was like, Cool. Because I wasn't. I wasn't next to her, and she was like talking it through, and I was like, "Yeah, that sounds great." Yeah, and like, it did. You, it, she had one contraction that was worth yes. noting. Like it's real, and she was very clearly like, "Call me if anything Correct. changes." Like an hour was not a hard and fast right. rule. No, yeah. but then once she hung up, like all of us were kind of like, mm. <laughs> as the minutes went by, like I got dressed, yeah, you and then she got dressed, and I was not like, comfortable at all. Neither one of us were like, "That was a good decision." It's not that it was a bad decision because it I, was a very rational decision. Very but rational. then your gut clearly told you right. a different story. Our guts were like, "Well, you should probably go." Or how anyway. many times at like three a.m. when a client calls you and you're like, "Let's make a plan," and then you hang up the phone and you're laying there, and you're like, "Ugh, that was not." I should have just should have just gone. So what was funny was we waited. We did. We we said reach out when you need to. I think it was like ten minutes though. Right. Well, it however wasn't, long it was. It was not very long. They called and we were already ready. We were already dressed and I was like, let's go. So we're like getting out to our car as fast as possible. I put her address in just because if they called me pushing or something, I just didn't want to have to fully focus on where I was going. It was such a sweet moment so standing at the door watching you guys both running to your car. And I was like, goodbye, my beautiful work wives. Like, have so much fun. Were you guys in the office? We were all yeah. together. Oh. Yes, because we were working on things. It was a work so day, yeah. It was a work day. And so I put her address in my phone and it's like 35 minutes. Why is it saying 30? there's an accident. And I was like, Oh my God, there's yeah. an accident. So I'm like, no big deal. No big deal. So we get, we get in the car and I drive 10 minutes 
and I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not paying attention, but I look down at my phone and it says 35 minutes or 30. And I was like, what the fuck? So I look, there's another accident. People are just crashing all over the place. So all like, of a sudden, you shall not get to this bus. I know. And I was like, oh my gosh, what if we don't make it? Because people just keep crashing their cars. So it was normally like a 25 minute. Damn 81. It took us like 45 minutes to get there. And poor Takia was coming from like an hour away. And both of those accidents were in her route. Oh, no. So I was like, so I call, I call her. There's no answer because she's already in a, in a dip spot or whatever. Well, she's so, coming on like quarter age where you have shit reception. Right. And so then I text her. I'm like, listen, there's two accidents on your way. Like, I don't know if you're going to make it. So in fact, the baby came eight minutes before Takia would have gotten oh, there no. because of the accident. Yeah. She was three minutes away from the house. Oh my god. Three gosh. minutes. I felt so bad for her. Like poor Takia. So in my mind, I'm like, you're never going to make it to a birth. This is terrible. But she did end up coming to a birth with Katie and I that very same week. And it was fantastic. So anyway, um, so we did make it. So to how the long birth. were you guys there for before the birth? It was like less than an hour, right? Yeah, around that time. Okay. Um, but her water had not... Oh, good catch. Eliza just tripped into the table. Okay. But Meredith caught her. So... Super mom. Super mom. <laughs> so her water did not... Had not broken. And the last couple of births, when her water breaks, like game on, baby comes. Boom, that's there it. it is. So I was like... So I kept texting to Kia. Her water has not broken. If you could just get here before that happens, you'll be good. So what was funny was I get there and I had... I had wanted to say out loud to whoever, I really want to be the one that helps her catch this baby because I've done every other one. So I guess Katie had the same thing in her head. So I turn around like the mom, we get there. She's laboring in the tub. She's glowing. She's beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, I'm glad we're here. The you didn't say coming. listening. I didn't. I almost did. But I was like, I'm not going to say that because she'll make fun of me. <laughs> And I did anyway. She did it anyway. Boom. So I was like, okay, so we set, we're setting everything up. We're just, we're like, wow, look at us. We're not rushing. We have time. We get everything. The baby sounds fantastic. And I turn around and I say, hey, I hope this isn't too selfish of me, but I would love to be the hands-on for this thing. <laughs> And Katie's like, it is, it's very selfish yeah, of you, right? And I said, I've really, I've been there. This is our fifth baby together. And it would mean so much if I could just do it, be the hands-on midwife for this. I'm thinking she's going to be like hundred percent. Why would anything else happen? Why would anyone but you help this mom? Actually, and then she goes, well, it's our fifth baby together too. That's how she responded. And I was I'm like, surprised you guys didn't just resort to rock, paper, scissors. Honestly, you're like, yeah, but it's your fifth baby and you were the birth assistant. So said, you should just continue being that. No, I said, no, it's not. It's only your first be fourth because you missed the last one. Remember? Oh, Damn. She goes, but I was here for the postpartum. So we're going back and forth. I'm like, but this, but that, but this. And, and so finally she goes, but you are such a good mentor and teacher and I really need this moment. Like just, could you just, you know what a good teacher you are and how you always oh, let, and I was like, she kissed oh. your ass so hard. Yeah, I said, and you're playing worked. the mentor card. That's cool. And so then I was like, you know what? Did you, you say your midwife now, bitch. So <laughs> <laughs> nothing you're saying. And so we're standing there in the room, 
Like her bathroom, her tub is like in the room with no, there's no partition. Yeah. So she can, I don't know if she can hear or not hear. She can see you and it like. I'm surprised <laughs> she wasn't like, ladies, you both catch at and the same time. And I don't or she'll be like, ladies, neither one of you is touching me. I know. And you're, my husband's catching this damn baby. I don't, and I don't think she could hear us because that would be weird. And I think Katie and I are a little better than that but i feel like she so, would have appreciated it though well we told her later so i said i said you know what you know what so we're going back and forth i'm like yeah but i this and she's like yeah but i that so finally i was like you know what it's fine you're right you do need the hands-on experience before we send you off into the world i'm here that's all that matters like it, i you know what I'm taking my ego out of it i'm not gonna have an ego you're right i'm a mentor and i'm gonna behave like a mentor and then she oh goes my gosh no, 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 you know, you're right, blah, blah. I was like, you fucking get in there and you catch this. After all that, you're going to let, no, you're catching this baby. Now get in there and catch this baby. And she was like, okay, that damn baby was born in the call. Absolutely beautiful. And I'm standing there shooting hay daggers in the back of Katie's head. I can't believe I let you catch. I hope no. you took so many pictures of her butt <laughs> bent over the tub. Except they're amazing pictures. So no, that would even was, be revenge. It was really awesome. I'm glad. I'm glad it went that way. But the funny part was I had nothing else to do because I'm used to like if you're hands on. Great. Mm-hmm. So I asked, would you all like pictures? And she was like, oh my gosh, that would be amazing. So I'm taking pictures and their entire wall of their bathroom is a mirror. Yeah. So after the birth, which is in the call, she is absolutely beautiful. Yes, she's glistening with happy (laughs) mom sweat. It's so, it's the slow, beautiful birth. Her husband is there. He's one of my favorite parts of her last birth is he read from Psalm, the book of Psalms. And so for this birth, he did the same. I wasn't paying attention to what book it was, but she was like, could you please read from the Bible? And of course that always gets, so he's reading to her like beautiful passages and Katie's like hands on. And, and every once in a while I'll like reach in and say something to, her and I'm taking pictures and it's just so beautiful. Sorry, I just have this visual, this, this beautiful scene unfolding, and then you just like reach in from the back. Like, Please don't forget, I am here. <laughs> no, I'm all the way on the on the other side. Like this is Kim at your birth. Remember, I'm here at your birth. Kim speaking. They're there. They're there. I'm here now. I'm here now. I'm Kimberly Haynes, midwife with Linden Tree Midwifery. Remember, and mentor extraordinaire. Often more shit than giggles. You've got this. So it's like this beautiful, picturesque, like you cannot. What everybody wants wants and sees on the internet. A desperate woman shoving herself into the scene at all times. Right, except for me, wedging my way in. So I'm in the back because you all, I mean, you remember, I like to be as far away because I don't want to be the midwife. If I'm not the midwife, I'm not going to be the midwife. So I am taking pictures and charting. Just And when it's all said and done... I'm showing Katie. I'm like, Katie, oh my God, look at these pictures. You can see Katie like reaching in and the mom's face is like just this, a picture of like serene power. And her husband is like, oh my gosh, you're the most amazing human. But in the mirror, you can see Katie like just beaming, like reaching (laughs) down. It's just so beautiful. And then Katie goes, oh, look, there you are taking pictures. You are involved. (laughs) 
Oh my God. See, look, you were there the whole time. And I was like, I hate you so much. So I'm sending the pictures, like we're giving them a minute, but I, in that minute, I'm like sending the mom all these pictures and we can hear her going, oh, what a blessing. All these pictures. Oh, these are so joyful and blah, blah, blah. Oh, look, Kim, you are in here. Like, oh my God. Were the so we're like digging deeper and deeper. So then I told her I was like, we ha- I have to tell you that we just had it out in your bedroom, wh- like fighting over who is going to help you have this baby, and I gave in, and that is why Katie's in those pictures. But there I am, like it was so funny. <laughs> so were any of her other kids at the birth? No, she's like us, where we need to just yeah be in the zone. Like our, my kids were there at my other births, mm-hmm. but I was not talking to them at all. No, so yeah, I, I didn't want to do that either. Her and her husband, and they were all there for the twenty-four hour postpartum, which was nice. But they just really enjoyed those couple of hours before. Oh yeah, which I love. Like if you want your kids at the birth, I love it because it normalizes birth. But once you have a bunch, it's like you're gonna get one night of Mm -hmm. just the three of you together. Do you know what I mean? At least have somebody to make sure that you can like check out from being a mom if you need to. Yeah. So if your child is not sleeping in their own bed. (laughs) (laughs) So they were with, yeah, family. And then they came back the next day. But uh, it was just such a spectacular birth. So it was like we had, I got to have these two amazing, beautiful births in a row with moms that I had been with before. And then again, the third one that called the next week, um, I had been with her before too. And Mm -hmm. there's just something about, I really felt like a midwife, like you just certain births or certain situations. Like when I was with that VBAC mom off and on for a couple of days, like I felt like a midwife. So that two weeks, those, all the moms that I was attending were like multiple moms that I had been with several times. And I was just like, this is why I do this. Yeah. Yeah. Like not for that birth moment. I realized in that moment when Katie and I were fighting and threatening to kill each other, that it's not the catch that matters. It's like the experience. So I I didn't need to be the one touching that beautiful call call baby baby. that they have in pictures. Damn. I feel like a midwife. (laughs) I did. And I just, I'm an assistant. You know, you're just so happy. And I feel like too, like you want to grow your practice, right? Because you want to be able to serve more people, but also having births like that, where you've been with somebody for a long time really balances out that sense of accomplishment. And I know there are midwives that don't take, they only take repeats. Like, which I mean, at this point, if I just had a small home birth practice, I could do that for like the next 10 years. But now I'm like, every primip is your future repeat yeah and so we have all these moms over the past year that we've served for the first time that i just fell in love with and i'm like imagine if we didn't and they're already coming back too it's crazy like imagine if we didn't take first time moms i'm not there yet where Mm -mm. i don't want to witness women becoming becoming moms for the first time like i still i just think that's so powerful but I just want to say a little thank you to this family for trusting me. And it was so bittersweet and, because and we Katie. Had, I'm not thanking her. <laughs> trusting this you. This is Kim's moment. Trusting you and this Katie. This is about me. Don't take. Look, even she, Katie even just took that moment. She just even took that, that moment. I did that for her. <laughs> but I just, I'm, I'm super grateful. When I got home, I sent like a thank you for 
it's such an honor to be trusted. And yeah, Katie and I have attended all of them together and it's just, it's so cool. And it just feels, it feels so good on the whole. On the whole. There is something <laughs> about when a client who has like chosen you to be at their birth over and over and over again. And I don't know about you guys, but I have a lot of clients who will say to me like, I couldn't, I couldn't have done it without you. Or like, I need you there again because I just feel like I can't do it without you. And I hate when people say that to me, but I like, it feels so good at the same time because I'm like, it's like, well, you're a badass. So you totally, like, you know, it's not really true, but it's such a nice thought. Totally (laughs) can and would do it without me, but also the sentiment that you want me at your birth yeah. to be that person that helps you makes you feel so good. But I'm also terrible at taking a compliment. So I'm just like, ah, you would be fine. Ah, my heart <laughs> is feeling things. I don't like it. And the thing is they would have like, I, when people say that to me, it's, it's such, it's such like a, a word gift. You're like, oh my yeah. gosh, thank you. But also like, yeah, they could have done it without you a hundred percent. And so always. many moms are like, I couldn't have done it without you, but it would have been different without you. Yes. Like, you know, they may have still had a vaginal birth and, and whatever, but they chose us because that experience is the way it was because we were there. So yeah. they totally could have done it without us, but it probably wouldn't have been as fun. It would have been a lot, wouldn't have been as cool. It would have been a, lot, been a yeah. lot less dramatic on the sidelines at exactly. least. <laughs> like Katie and I never would have fought like that over. I mean, we don't fight like that over everybody. Like, it's a lot cooler that we also, were there. Yeah, just in case this family listens to this episode, I would like to say I also participated in their care and I just yes, haven't you did. said anything because I swear if I steal any more of Kim's, space in this woman's care she's going to lose her fucking mind but as we know i love you so much and you're amazing and you were you were at their (laughs) first birth yeah and their second i'm not i don't need you to name it i just want to say i I don't want them to be like god mary didn't even say anything on this (laughs) no but i want to point that out because that's part of the reason that they were so special to all of us is that you were at several of their births Mm. because you just weren't there at the last the last one, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, we've grown to love this family so yeah. much. But what I was going to say earlier before you interrupted and took more of my sunshine away with okay, Katie's yeah. name <laughs> is that we have talked throughout this pregnancy that they felt like this might be their last one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so while we were all sitting there, I was like, I do we need to emotionally it? prepare yeah. for this as the last? Right. And I was like, I can't. I'm so happy I was here. And I'm so glad that you're able to make that decision for yourself. But it's kind of sad. And she yeah. was like, it is kind of sad. It's like the yeah. end of an era. It yeah. is. Yeah. You know, and it's then, really going to be sad when you have to close it out at the six week appointment. I know. No. Goodbye now. But Goodbye. the joy of this family, though, is like they're definitely people that you know that you're never gonna lose touch with. Oh, like yeah. they're always gonna play a role. Oh, they in always your like life. they came yeah. to our opening and mm-hmm. just like we went to her opening five <laughs> times. Uh-huh. <laughs> Stood attention. Yes, <laughs> and I meant the opening of her womb. Her womb, not <laughs> vagina. Yeah, that would be weird. Yeah. I mean, that would be weird. One in the Not same. Not coming from us, but I wouldn't say that to this family. They are way too sweet for vulgar. Comments. They're so used to our bullshit, though. Let's be honest. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, do you have any last things you want to say to for about this family or any other families that you have helped through oh, multiple births? Thanks for making us the people we are and the providers yeah. we are. Because we wouldn't be here without you. Exactly, yeah. we wouldn't be here without you. For all That's of our a clients. percentage of our. Throughout all the years, Mm -hmm. we would not be who we are without you entrusting us at your births. I mean, we really do. Like, I'm, I am 
part of the reason I love our team is because we don't expect people to just hire us again. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes people don't because we're not a good fit for them. So mm-hmm. it is it is always an honor when someone hires us back. And it's just always so awesome and exciting. And Yeah. We love our job and yeah. we love our clients. So the only other thing we have to say is to all those, uh, all of our clients out there who we've been at your births, you guys are badasses and cheers. Yeah. Those two water glasses hitting together are so exciting. <laughs>